Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hot Soup Boys. My name is Anuel Esqueda. And I'm Sal Esqueda. There. Wait, oh, shit, we need to come up with a new intro. Well, I mean, we're not doing that anymore, are we? Or are we still doing that? There's many soup-based podcasts out there, but none of them are as fucking brown as we are. And this is one of them. 2019. Fuck First, we do announcements now as the as we the new as the new dedicated showrunner. Oh, actually, well, for, uh, announcement number one in 2000 new new positions for 2019. I am now no longer just a co-host. I am the dedicated showrunner. I never imagined. I never thought of you as a co-host, Sal. I think this is like you're, I think you're just projecting your own insecurities. I thought I was the co-host. Co-host just means like like we're both just as important, but we're the co-hosts. You know. Okay, I, d- I just thought of you as another host. Yeah, yeah, we're the hosts. We're the ho- well, we're co-hosts because we're both hosting. I mean, I didn't think I was fucking. Who's um? Damn it, who's the Conan O'Brien guy that laughs at his jokes? I forgot his name too. The the kind of chubby guy. Yeah, dude, I didn't think I was a chubby guy from Conan O'Brien by any. No, not at all. You're an, you're you're ju- your hair is just as amazing and red as Conan's. Yeah, yeah, by any stretch of the imagination. No, I'm not. I'm no longer, but I'm no longer just the co-host. I am now the dedicated showrunner of 2019. Which first apparently announced, I was in 2018, but first told me. no, we had no showrunner. Okay. The show ran with no runner, somehow. Mm-hmm. But, but we now got we're it done. Yeah, but now we're back. Now we're back with the showrunner, showrunner Sal, and now the new part, the new part of the show. We are no longer soup boys. We are no longer hot soup. We are hot soup boys, still hot, still soupy, still boys. We're still repping soup. We still, still, we still get with the, we we still gang for uh, for soup. Still repping soup hard, but no longer neglecting the other foods, you know. Mm-hmm. So first Sometimes announcement. Other food needs to be talked about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the first announcement was Sal's a showrunner. Second announcement: No longer soup boys. No longer hot soup. Now hot soup boys. Please say the whole title. Mm-hmm. Um, third announcement. Do you have any announcements to make, Manny? Is there anything you'd like mm. to announce? I know there's a lot of shit going on in your life now. I'm not about to uh, out you on anything, though. I don't know. I guess I could talk about it. There's not really... Yeah, I guess I'm not married anymore. <laughs> Boom. Fucking bombshell over here. Twitter is ablaze. Yeah, I'm not married anymore, but I am I am dating this girl from the Netherlands. Are you officially not married? You already, uh, like... No, not a... Not officially not married, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. So according to the Catholic Church, you'd be fucking up over here. Yeah, but I mean, this yeah. this is the sound of me shrugging, you guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So so there you go. Manny's no longer married, so ladies, get at him. Oof. <laughs> or don't, you know, whatever, depending... Mm. Are you are you worried about the stream of ladies that's going to that's gonna come at you from, yeah, from this announcement? Yeah, I'm just going to be flooded. I'm going to be flooded like an X commercial. Yeah. And the, the the positive one about it being okay to have a big nose or not have a six pack. <laughs> I remember that commercial. I so, mean, uh, it wasn't. It was. It was positive because it was saying it's okay to not have to not. Yeah, it's okay to not have a six pack. It's just like you got to have your own swag, you know. Um, you know what I Lisa noticed Nero though? Like recently talked about that about swag and drip. The difference between swag and drip. A man I, could have drip, but but never have swag. 
I think I remember that. It, it, drip, drip has to do with like just like like the clothes that you wear, right? Drip has yeah, to do with your money. Drip is your outfit. Swag is a way of life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. This is the sound of me Millie rocking right now. <laughs> and then on the camera, it looks like he's playing the bongos. Yeah, which is also pretty gangster. I'm not gonna. You were gonna say the... something though. I interrupted. Uh, I forgot what I was gonna say, but it's not that important. I was just gonna like. Cuck. I was gonna skip to the next segment, I think. But but we're still talking about this. Mm. About your singlehood. I am also still single. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, how's, that, how's that working out? Get at me. Um, you know, I fucked a bunch of people I didn't love this year, but uh, and I feel like empty and dead inside, and just like a. Just like a husk of a completed human being, but you know, other than uh, that, we're, other than that, we're cool. You know, I'm hosting a comedy show on February seventh. I mean, I feel like sometimes you need to be a, an empty husk in order to to host a comedy show. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like comics are like really nothing. But you can't empty be fulfilled. Husks. You can't be like mentally fulfilled and start at comedy. Really, you know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Happiness. For some reason, happiness is not one of the one of the one of the factors in the formula to make other people happy. What's that one? Sad clown. Um, Pavliacci. Yeah, Doctor. I am Pavliacci. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you know that one from Watchmen? Yes, 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 yes. I know that one. I know that one. And that's actually like uh, that's actually taken from uh, from another from another. Um, that's just a classic story. Actually, they just yeah. that they reference in the Watchmen. That's not something that um that Alan Moore came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it goes uh, Pavliacci. Uh, a man goes to a doctor and he says, "Doctor, I can't stop crying." Uh, and the doctor says, "I will, I will give you a ticket to go see Pavliacci the clown. Nobody can cry when they watch him." And then the man starts crying and he says, "Doctor, that's the thing. I am Pavliacci." Uh. And that's not an that's not an exact quote, but you know, you get the point. Man, speaking of uh, but speaking of Pavliacci though, this kind of like. I don't want to skip ahead on the segment, but uh, we'll come back to it. I, I made I made a bookmark to it, and then uh, so you got any more announcements? Great, great show, great show running, Sal. Fucking ten out of ten. Thank you. Just skipping segments all over the place. Would run again? No, I'm not skipping the segment. I made a bookmark. Oh, okay, and now, cool. now we're going to the next segment. Unless you have another yeah, announcement. I, to make. Um, do I have any more announcements? Um, any plugs? Any new shit that you're selling? You got any new products out? I mean, I always I always got new shit. Go check out brkhouse.com if you need to check it out. You don't have anything that came uh, out this week. There's no like hot this drops week? for just for February or January. Um, no, not at this particular moment. No drops, just the same old. All of the drops that have happened had already happened. What's the newest thing you've made? We made a Cotton Hill pin that says "I killed fifty men." Oh yeah, that's cool. I saw that one. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it available in the mm-hmm. glitter? In a glitter front yet? No, no, no glitter font. No glitter fonts at the moment. Nice. We're probably not gonna make any new fonts of any. King of the Hill product because there's this guy called Rocking Pins, the biggest fucking sellout in the fucking pin community history, um, who fucking uh, got the copyrights to King of the Hill and literally messaged all the bootleggers who make King of the Hill pins saying like, hey, if you guys don't stop making pins, I'm going to have to send you a cease and desist letter. You know what I mean? Wait, how, how do you get the scumbag. copyrights? Is it doesn't Fox? Well, not the copyrights. copyrights. He got a, not, not the copyrights. He got the... Um, I mean, the right to sell King of the Hill products. He's the, the official, he's the official, like, King of the Hill. Product. Licensing. He got licensing. Oh, he got the official licensing from, like, Fox or whoever the fuck. Owns yeah, King yeah, yeah. Hill. Exactly. <coughs> and he came after all you bootleggers? Yeah. 
I mean, it's cool. There's plenty of other. Which is like that's what that's what that's what pin pins are like. That's like fifty percent of pins. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and the fact that he's like like he's like asking his followers like, oh, what should I make? And like he doesn't even know what to fucking make for his own pins and shit. You know? And he's asking for his followers like for ideas. And his followers are even dropping some ideas of pins that already exist. But now he's gonna make them. He's probably and gonna end up copying. Followers, his- yeah, yeah. Say that his followers gave him the idea. Exactly. He's probably going to like end up copying somebody else's design just because he's got the licensing for it. Suddenly he can do it. You know what I mean? Without with complete disregard for like other people's like ideas like, hey, man, I didn't sit around at three in the morning smoking a blunt for you to steal my amazing. That's my purse. I don't know you idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> let's have a let's have a hot suit prediction moment. New part of the show. Hot suit prediction. I uh, I predict that um that he's going to copy you, my guy. Probably. Like let's keep an eye out for it, cause I'm sure like I'm sure one of your pin designs is probably gonna be gonna pop out of this. People guys. fucking, fucking love. That's my purse. I don't know you. Um, but either way, I wanted to, to step fair, away also, from Bobby uh, Hill with "That's my purse. I don't know you." Written there isn't like is isn't. Like, yeah, it's deep. not. It's not impressive. Like it's not that creative, dude. Like he didn't have to send me a cease and desist order to be able to figure something out along those lines, you know? Yeah. But either way, I wanted to step away from doing like a fan merchandise. So, and doing like more custom designs and more like patches with my own artwork and shit like that anyway. Yeah. So sounds good. That's um, a, but that's, that's about it. I think that's some good announcements, man. I like that. I like those announcements. I got a, yeah, yeah. I got some announcements to make just to, I got some good time girl announcements. Good time girl will be playing at the tower bar. On the January 25th, we will be playing at Content Pockers on January 31st. We have a show coming up on the 19th at um, the Manhattan Bar in Chula Vista. And we'll be playing the Black Cat Bar on February 9th. Mm-hmm. Good time, girl mm-hmm. announcements. And, of course, our album is out, Titles, by Good Time Girl. I decided that um, we haven't really been promoting it that much because I, I run into people a lot and my band plays out a lot. And people are always telling me, it's like, yeah, man, I like your band. I, I wish you guys had some, like, some music for me to listen to. And I'm like, bro, we're on Spotify and Amazon Music and Napster and even SoundCloud. And he just says, like, oh, I never knew. Like, apparently, we, we're not promoting that enough. So, so this is the beginning of the promotion. Yeah, you should campaign. say it in your show. Like, if you guys like us. <laughs> we do say it in our show sometimes. Yeah, and sometimes <laughs> we don't. Exactly. We got to. You, gotta start you guys should change your name from uh, Good Time Girl to Good Time Girl Semicolon, also available on Napster. Yeah, yeah, that should comma. Be it. And then Spotify. the semicolon is in support for people that have attempted suicide too. Comma spreading awareness for that. We we support attempted suicide. Yeah. We don't support you attempting suicide, but if you've attempted suicide, we support you. If that makes there sense. There you go. Same. Or, I mean, who knows, man? You know, maybe attempting suicide isn't that bad. If, like, if you really just, like, long for the warm embrace of, uh, of death. See, I mean, that makes sense. But the problem is that it's a mental condition. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, not all people. What if you're, like, a cancer victim? And you're just oh, no, in that case, I, su- I support euthanization. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, there's, like, the white genocide. Definitely support that. Yeah, yeah right. I support the genocide of white, of white people. All right, Sal and Matt, we can keep boys report support white genocide, but we but keep the big booty white girls. That's I, I the Wooties, the Wooties, <laughs> the Pogs. I know I know your your porn search stream is now. 
hundred percent. Your porn search history. If I, it's not that, it's if it's not that, it's uh, it's bondage. Oh yeah. What's up with the rope bondage? I heard you were trying to start a rope bondage Instagram. Just wait. I already got pictures. It's gonna be. A, I need a few more pictures though before I get started. You got pictures. You got original pictures. Hell yeah. That you took. Yeah, it's gonna be called Via Grande Bondage. Are you Are you serious? Yeah, hundred percent. How many models have you taken pictures of? So far, only one. Ah. But um, <laughs> once I once I mean once I have it out there, like I think I can find more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely like having like a body of work is definitely helpful to like find other people that want to participate in something. Yeah. Is it all female? Do you like? Do you need me to like get in broke bondage? I'll tie you up. I don't mind tying up dudes. I'll tie you the fuck up, bro. Oh no, I don't want to be tied up. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just I'm just quoting you. Okay, yeah, no, like I'll tie up guys. I think I think the male form is also attractive, even in, even when it's tied up, because it's not all like sexual, really necessarily. I just like the art of it. I mean, I also like fucking people who are tied up, right? But yeah, I also yeah, yeah. want to be able to learn how to tie people up, and not everybody wants to get fucked while they while they get tied up, you know? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you rope people. You rope people mm -hmm. with your ropes. Do you have mm -hmm. some nice ropes? What kind of ropes do you use? I got black hemp rope. You use black hemp rope? Is it nice and soft? It's nice and soft. I got a I got green hemp lotion that I put on my <laughs> that I put. Well, on it's my... just hemp, but it's it's regular hemp. I don't know if the if the black has anything to do with it, but the color is black. Yeah. So yeah, it looks yeah. good. So it looks good against white girl skin, you know. Ooh. <laughs> would, is would this you, problematic? Would you have? Um, yeah, probably. But you, but you, but you, but you're you have an ample supply of them being in um being in Germany or whatever. Yeah, I mean that's the main that's the main export over here. Yeah, yeah. If white people have a problem, they can like they can they can organize and march for their rights like like the rest of us have, you know. Yeah, I just put on the chain. For those of you who don't know, who can't see me, I'm wearing a gold chain right now. So my attitude might have changed a little bit. I also put on two rings. You weren't you wearing those these whole time? I just put them on a second ago. All right, I believe it. You just always have rings on usually. Like Manny's wearing like some crazy ring that looks like he's gonna like seal a French letter or something right now. He's about to write a letter yeah. to the French king and seal it with one of those rings. <laughs> What's it called? Um, I forgot what saint this was, but whatever. I hope this it's St. Anthony because he's my favorite saint. This other one is a, is a silver turquoise ring that I got from Mexico. This is like the only valuable piece of jewelry I actually have. Let me see the other one. Let me see the saint one. Is it the one that you were wearing last time? Oh, that's cool. Mm -hmm. It looks cool, but it's worthless. What's it made out of? brass i forgot it's the one that can stain your fucking fingers and shit like that oh, it's yeah, not a yeah. good metal i think it's brass and then my, my my grandfather's ring is also valuable i suppose i mean uh watch, watch. what kind of watch is it that's it's a citizen watch right it's no 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 it's yes 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 it's a citizen eco drive yeah i knew i knew i know grandpa's watch i have a i have grandpa's pendleton back bathrobe Nice. <laughs> got a beautiful vintage Pendleton plaid bathrobe that I got from our from our deceased grandfather. R.I.P. Yeah, yeah, yeah. R.I.P. Gone, but rest in power. Yeah, never forgotten. Resting um, what's it called? Power. Resting in pure power. He always had big dick energy. Oh, that's yeah, what I hard. said at his. That's that's what I said at his funeral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manuel, es, Manuel Mireles Gutierrez era muchas cosas, pero más que nada tenía la energía de Verga Grande. And then everyone clapped. And everyone clapped and a few people cried. <laughs> which is Because like, they knew it was true. Which is all acceptable. Some people laughed, which is also acceptable. Some people laughed. Funeral. Depending mm -hmm. on your culture, you know, some cultures believe that a funeral <laughs> is a celebration. 
hey no man, we celebrate eat. life. At, no we celebrate life at Hot Soup Boys. We celebrate life. All right. Well, that was a good segment. Everything's peachy keen. Everything's peachy keen. Nice. Let's go into the next segment. Let's talk about food. Let's talk okay. about food. Let's talk about food. Let's talk about food. All right. What, what, hey. what, I guess I didn't plan this out for like what we would talk about. I mean, like, I could talk about some food right now, boy. I've been living that fucking scumbag life for the past month at least. Let's like, talk about what kind of scumbag food you've been eating. Bruh. Like um, I feel like so, single Manny is not gonna eat much different than married Manny though. The thing is, no, listen, 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 listen. <laughs> I can cook, right? I know how to cook. Because you did I, most I, of I the cooking I, at home. It's not like cook for. Oh shit! It's not like your wife cooked for you. Yeah, you you, you can just pause. You can just you can just censor that. I'll take um, that out. Yeah. Um, it's the thing is that th- did I tell you my situ- my living situation? You did, but I mean, I saw I saw that you're living in like a, you're like squatting in like some kind of abandoned house, but I saw that you had a hot plate. Is it cleaner now? You got Manny's got the TV on the floor. Yeah, I, it's cleaner, <laughs> um, but it's still a shithole. Are you like well, I turned it from a shithole into a hellhole. You know? Are you like ripping out like two wires out of the wall to heat up uh, to heat up water in a can like you're in prison? Maybe. Uh, there's actually no water heater thingy here, so that's what I'm saying. That's why you rip out two wires from the wall and like. I just haven't had tea in like a month, dude. <laughs> when you're like, dude, I miss the tea. You're like, what do you miss the most about being married? I miss tea. I miss tea in an oven. The thing is, I don't have a real oven, so I can't really cook anything. But I have a toaster. I have one of those things that closes and makes toasties. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so I've yeah. literally been I've I've been surviving off of sandwiches, and fruits. And toasties. You've been surviving off of toasties, basically. Toasties and fruits, bruh. Toasties are good. Yeah, they're very good. Turkey toasties with Swiss and shit like that. Yeah. Lots of oranges, lots of bananas. So many oranges and bananas. Mm-hmm. That's been my, that's been my life, man. Uh, the other day, I ate some ramen noodles for the first time in a long time. Um, how was that? It was okay. I was listening to the ramen episode where we talked about... um. From our from our old um, library of podcasts from the Soup Boys podcast. If you um want to, if you like us and you want to hear us talk about soup, go check out Soup Boys. You know, but that podcast is dead. It's but dead. Still, you can still but if it enough up. people go back and listen to the to the old episodes and really demand for it, we'll do it again. Yeah, we'll do it again. We'll talk about soup again. Yeah. Or Thing is, you guys, it just it just got really difficult. If you guys want to, it just got really difficult to like just edit two podcasts and record two podcasts all the time and. You know, we don't really get paid for this. This is just something fun that we do together. It's a hobby. So and, figured. and to be honest, Hot Soup Boys was the one that, like, Hot Soup Boys was just the more popular of the two podcasts, too. Yeah, it was just fun to do. More fun to do, really, to be honest, too. Yeah, it was more fun to do. People want to hear us cuss and, like, and talk shit about white people and politicians. And uh, and we don't want to limit our language, you know? Not, I want to talk about food explicitly. I want to carve out the mm-hmm. wild melon and stick it in the microwave. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The and honey stick dude. my dick in it, and then stick my dick in it in case you didn't come up like. That's why they, that's why the they call him suck. That's why they call him Saka the honey dude. What? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you want to talk about food? Since you're the one who we're talking about scumbag food, we can just keep talking about scumbag food and ramen noodles and like freaking. Well, I've been I've made like a like I've made some weenies on that hot plate, you know, and you just had weenies like, on the hot plate, like hot dogs, you know, weenies. And just eating some fucking just a meal of hot dogs. You just ate like you just ate a bunch of you just ate like a bunch of cut up. Just hot like dogs. a white just just like a white guy, but I cooked them. You know, instead like like white people will just eat hot dogs raw. I cook mine. That's the only difference. Yeah, yeah. Did you put seasoning on them too? Because that's the nope, nope. Just the hot dog. Just, <laughs> just the hot dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> cut it down. You just dated like a, you just nope, dated like a hamster, nope, like hunched over, just, hunched over, just, holding it with both hands. <laughs> hunched over my my mattress on the floor, like in my eating shirt, so I don't make a mess on my good shirts. <laughs> You're like I'm gonna put my eating shirt on. <laughs> Why mind? is my eating shirt covered in blood? I don't know. <laughs> What's your eating shirt look like? It's just a shirt with messy stuff on it. It's just you, a messy shirt, dude. Do you really have a designated eating shirt? No, I don't. But oh. I do have a painting. Sh- I have a painting shirt. Nice. The idea of an eating shirt is just such a like a sad thing that I had to bring it up. You know. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I feel the I feel the sadness. I feel the path, the path, the patheticity. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I haven't I been eating too much moment. scumbag food, but lately I've been eating. <laughs> lately I have I've been eating a lot of cheeseburgers. Gotta like cut down on the burgers again. And start eating paleo like I used to, but you know, you had to take a break. Yeah. The holidays paleo destroyed break. me. Yeah. Holiday food. The holiday food was awful, man. Mm-hmm. We went, we had the holidays with, uh, we went down to Ensenada with the family for the holidays, mm-hmm. and I didn't really get to cook that much because I went down there after I threw my blackout, my back out. I had the my flu back. in the middle of the flu, and like, I had like some kind of a mystery allergy allergic reaction, which I'm still not completely certain where I got it. I think I I, I thought I kind of like got it over there, but but it probably wasn't over there because it kind of started over here at first, and I haven't had the reaction. So the only conclusion I've been able to come to is like there's this gray hoodie I have that mm-hmm. I think like I don't know where when was the last time I wore it or what I wore it to, but there's like something all over all over the inside of that shit that's just like got me fucking like got like rash and itching all over my upper body. That fucking sucks. Yeah, so I was just pretty much laid out. The whole family's like, why are you in such a bad mood, Sal? Why are you being so moody? And I know I'm moody usually, but they were like, you're especially <laughs> moody this this year. And I'm like, I'm fucking dying. <laughs> I'm in here fucking dying, and you guys are ru- out there ruining dinner. Just ruining dinner for everyone right now? Ruining dinner. What did uh, they make, or what did they try to make? Um, they tried to make stuffing, which was like coming out really soggy and weird. They threw like pineapples and raisins in that shit. I'm like, what are you guys? Uh, of course they did. I wanted to put pumpkin seeds and cranberries in it. Was my idea? That'd be nice. Like a nicer, more and more demure stuffing with like some pumpkin seeds and some cranberries, and uh, maybe some like ground pork, you know? Yeah. But not a lot. Yeah. Maybe some bacon. Yeah. <laughs> what else did they make? They made they made camotes, which is the yams, which people like, but those yams was whack, man. It just looked like uh when they came out like they didn't even peel the yams and there was like branches and shit in there. It looked like it looked like someone took out like some dirty water out of the bottom of a lake or something. Do you think they washed it at least? Yeah, yeah, they washed Wash it. Wash y'all's yams. They washed the yams, but it just looked weird. It was just a mess. Pretend it's y'all's dick. I wanted to make <laughs> I wanted to make a sweet potato pie was like my plan going in. Ooh, sweet potato pie, baby. Ooh, baby. Really don't want pumpkin. You know what I'm talking about. Say anyone ever have sweet potato pie? Really don't want pumpkin again. No, they don't want no pumpkin again. It was a high sticky morning on the fourth of July. A breeze downstairs. Hanging out by myself and I'm having a good time with the folks inside of my head. And you know, Lord, how you did a lovely thing. Time's my heart is lighter than it's ever been. 
What do you put on top of your sweet potato pie? Whipped cream, dude. That's it. Just a dollop. Uh, yeah. You know what I like? I like a good pecan pie. Pecan? Pecan pie. Pecan pie. You know who um, makes really good pecan pies? Fucking. The Rock? Ah, oh, The Rock. Dude, I want to talk about The Rock, too, actually. He was in the news. Is recently. there something you want to talk about The Rock? Well, tell me who makes good pecan pies first. Uh, The good pecan pies. The fire pecan pies come from... Uh, Come from uh, the Krispy Kreme company, dude. They make like these little mini pecan pies. <laughs> uh, okay, and I, I'm sorry, The Rock doesn't make pecan pies. He makes, makes poontang pie. Poontang pies, yes. I remember when My I was bag. a kid. When I was a kid, I went into a uh, I went into a pie shop while we were on a road trip. Like I think it was one of the times when we were going to the Redwood Forest. Remember that when we were kids yeah. and we drove yeah. up California with mom. And I don't remember if dad was there. I kind of just suppressed every any memory of him. Um, I feel like he probably wasn't there because we just left him at home many times. Yeah, yeah, no, which I'm good with that. Let's not talk about yeah. him. Um, so, yeah, we're driving up the coast and we like we ended up in some like little like, I don't know, some little town, you know, we stopped at a spot. It was a restaurant. We we're using the bathroom or whatever. And they had all these pies. And I go in and ask them if they had poontang pie. And what happened? And the lady, the lady's like, like poontang pie. I don't I don't know if, ever, if I've ever heard of poontang pie. 
I'm like, really? There's no Poontang pie? Like, I feel like if there's going to be Poontang pie anywhere, it's going to be up here. You guys got <laughs> apple pie, boysenberry pie, rhubarb pie. I don't know what the fuck a rhubarb is. What is a rhubarb? Yeah, I feel like that probably, that's probably, that probably grows like, it probably benefits from growing near Poontang. You know, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. We had this other, she, she pulled out this like younger girl out of the back and she's like, you know what Poontang pie is? And then the other woman, like, she should have probably been able to figure it out and, like, called me a fucking asshole. But she also didn't know what Poontang Pie was. This is how, this is how podunk how this town was. I am, when we went to the Redwood Forest, fuck, man. Yeah. I don't know if it was, like, it could have been, I was like, young, dude. Yeah, I could have been a freshman in high school. Or I, I could have been, like. than that. Yeah, I was going to say, or it could have been, like, late in junior high school. Yeah. Definitely not elementary school. Yeah. Cause that was when we were into re- really into pro wrestling was like seventh. Yeah. Well, what I was really into pro wrestling was like seventh through like eleventh grade. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go in. Oh there. yeah, another announcement. Sal has a septum piercing now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I pierced my septum. Looks very sexy. Yeah. I'm also considering piercing mine now. But I don't know if we can be two brothers with septum piercings. <coughs> you should do it. We can to be we can do, be two brothers across the sea. All right, then I'm going to get my septum pierced. Then. Septum I'm also planning on getting my, my inner lip tattooed. Ah, what, should I get, what should I get tattooed on my inner lip, dude? I'm, I'm, I either want to get the word fuck there, I want to get the word uh, scum there, or I want to get like a loser there, or my top choice is 1312. Why 1312? Is that Julian's that just number? Mean, no, Julian's number is 1238. 1312 oh, okay. is, is ACAB. <laughs> oh, that's ACAB? Yeah, nice. <laughs> I think it's just so dorky. Like, <laughs> to yeah, get yeah, yeah. Thirteen, twelve. I, I was know. like, my my first thing that I was gonna tell you to do was fuck. Actually, my mine was gonna say like have it say fuck you, but if you're just gonna mm-hmm. get fuck, like that's that's close enough, right? You can take out the you and you can just say fuck. Yeah. Well, how about I get thirteen, twelve, and you get fucked? Ooh, is that gonna be our gonna be you... our best friend tattoo? I I kind of wanted to pierce the inside of my lip too, but we're talking about doing the same thing, so I'm like, ah, oh, maybe I I don't want to like I don't want to burn out Manny. I got a best friend. Ta- I got a friend tattoo. I'm, I'm learning how to tattoo. I I guess we're still on the announcements page, right? Because we haven't talked to her in so long. Hey, it's cool. I got Back a- to announcements. Fuck it. You got. We, we'll, What's we'll, it called? We'll streamline it next episode. <laughs> this is the <laughs> the pilot episode of Hot Soup Boys. Yeah, I got a. I'm learning how to tattoo with one of my friends, who's a tattoo artist, and like, so I tattooed. I tattooed myself, and then he like. I saw it that up. it's the elephant tattoo, right? Yeah, yeah. Mammoth. I got it right here. Looks real close good. To my cack. Looks like um, a good first tattoo. Yeah, so the elephant is is the logo of a beer that we really like. That oh, me and that guy really like. That's funny. And then there's an there's an avocado because we like avocados. And it says Y C E T T C. Was that which mean? stands for you can't even taste the can. <laughs> Which is just because it's a scumbag beer. It's seven point five percent alcohol, and it costs ninety cents. What I thought beer in um, I thought beer in Germany I was like had a lower alcohol content, or is that just for Oktoberfest? I mean, no, most beer in Al- and most beer in Germany is like four percent. Okay, yeah. I also heard that they even water it down even more for Oktoberfest for at certain places because they know that it's like and they know there's gonna be a shitload of American tourists. Yeah. So they're like, ah, probably, but no, this is a, this is a much more higher alcohol content beer and it's cheap. So it's like kind of for scumbags and stuff, you know? Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Is that what I drink pretty much? Is that the one that like German citizens imagine colored people drinking in there? Is it like the malt liquor of like Germany? I assume. 
when I people go, we, I go up to my friends and I'm like, would you care to drink some elephants? <laughs> it's funny because like some, what's it taste like? Does it taste like uh, does it taste like it malt tastes liquor? Or does it taste like IPA? Does it taste hoppy at I, least? I feel like something to be that. It tastes pretty good to be honest. It's not that bad. What would you compare it to? Out of an American, and now we are talking about food, sort of food and drink. Um, what would you compare it to out of like an American beer, if you remember them? Is it like a Heineken? Kind of like a bitter lager. Than, it tastes stronger than a Heineken. I can't really put my finger on it to be honest. Is it like a Sierra Nevada? Mm. While you look for that, do you like my new microphone? You like my new mic style that I'm using? Yeah, I like how you're holding it. I get to rock the mic now. I got a case. Get to rock the mic. Yeah, here back to another announcement. I just got. I actually started using. I used to use a uh, a uh, Focusrite condenser microphone, and now I just I just I switched to a uh, Shure SM58 handheld style microphone. I'll, I mean, this is just it elephant. Elephant. Yeah. What's it say? It doesn't say it doesn't say what kind of beer it is. Usually usually it'll it just say says like Carlsberg Elephant. Strong beer. Seven point five percent. Nice. It's Copenhagen a premium beer. Yeah, it's a Dutch. Um, I bet it tastes kinda like malt liquor. It probably does, but I like malt liquor, so uh, to me it tastes fine. Oh yeah, yeah, there you go. I'm all about taking a girl out for tacos and forties. You know what? <coughs> I think they sell that beer over here in the United States in a fancier in a fancier bottle and with a uh, and it's a little more expensive over here. They like try to market it over here. I feel like I've had like a beer called Elephant with an A in it that had like an elephant on the. Well, it cost ninety cents in Germany on so. the bottle, <laughs> and it was like yeah, it was like a seven point five percent like quote unquote fancy malt liquor. But I mean. It costs it costs ninety cents over there, but when they import beers over here, they try to like they try to they they use a different marketing campaign, you know. I mean, if it is a malt liquor, I would categorize it as a fancy one. I guess it's doesn't taste that bad, you know. Yeah, but it's ninety cents, my guy. Yeah, I mean, but how I'll much is regular beer over there? Because you said I don't know. I haven't I haven't drank a bottle of regular beer other than from a bar in so long. Yeah, yeah, because you said red, because you said groceries and stuff like stuff at the grocery store is cheap over there anyway. So like, like beer is probably yeah. a little cheap. Beer could be cheaper. That could be just a normal price for beer over there. I'll double check it. You know, but I mean, at a bar, like a bottle of beer can cost me like three three euros and shit. Yeah, which is ludicrous. I don't know why people like going to bars over here. Because a or beer, women, is, I guess, a beer is three euros. That's that's cheap, isn't it? To me, that's pricey, but I also spend 90 euros for like I, I spend 90 cents for the one I drink on a regular basis. So I guess I wouldn't be a good. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good meter of that. Yeah. Three euros is like like five bucks, right? Give or take. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's cheap for a beer over here. You know, if you go to if you go to like like five bucks is like a cheap beer price unless it's like for anything other than like a Budweiser or a Bud Light. Budweiser or Bud Light might be like four or three bucks. Mm-hmm. Some spots will charge you three fifty. Three fifty. I think at the Cherry Bomb they charge you three fifty, but <laughs> but they only have one size option, and it's like a double size fucking beer glass that they give. It's like one and a half pints in the glass. Might even mm-hmm. be a full two pints. Don't quote me. Okay then. But it's definitely bigger than a pint glass that they give you at the Cherry Bomb here in San Diego, California. So you want to get right. into some shoes? Shoes. Yeah, some issues. Oh. <laughs> What soundbite are you going to put in that? 
probably or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who did, who did this because I, because I, uh, I actually like getting into some shoes is the, is the tagline for another podcast. I forgot what it's called, but it's the one with Brian Safi and Aaron Gibson. Well, since we were talking about The Rock, here's the, I'm going to send you the link. Here's the first thing that I remember that like, came out about The Rock yesterday. Who they try to, they try to make The Rock look like a wild fucking shill, like a wild fucking conservative, like old fuddy duddy. And it turns out it was fake, which is nice. Cause when I first saw the article, I was so disappointed in the rock. I was like, man, like we can't have any more fucking heroes. No, I, I saw that article and I, I <laughs> thought it was a joke when I saw it. I was like, Oh, it's probably like, it's probably like actually like a joke article or something like that. And I didn't even read it. And now you're telling me that this is like, it got, it got, it got news. passed out as a real article that like, that the rock was talking about generation snowflake and how everyone's looking for an excuse to be offended. Yeah, which doesn't sound like The Rock at all. Doesn't, doesn't sound, sound like, like The Rock Johnson. at all, because he's usually pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, at 3.29 p.m. Pacific time, The Rock just set the record straight by... That was yesterday, on the 11th. At 3.29, The Rock set the record straight by categorically denying the so-called interview with Daily Star that Daily Star ever happened. He's adamant the article was 100% fabricated. He goes on to say, trashing a group, community, or generation is not his style, he says. I always encourage empathy. I encourage growth. But most importantly, I encourage everybody to be exactly who they want to be. He also encourages everyone to get on board with the tequila generation excuses while we hop on board. I don't know what this, what that tequila generation thing is about, but um, yeah, that was just like really like some wild bullshit. Like, who, who, I don't know, I don't know what this like what this paper was. I didn't even read the article. I just saw the I saw the headline. I'm like, man, fuck the rock. Like, yeah, like y'all can't just you leave us it. alone. What what can't just leave us alone? Like like you all, all of you motherfuckers, just can't just leave us alone. Like I don't get this. Like oh, it's, okay. It's been one of the new things I've been exploring with, like, especially when I did the comedy show. Um, when we had the first content show, content comedy show at our venue, at our DIY venue here, the beautiful exclusive club content, um, beautiful exclusive and private club content, DM for address. Um, every comic, every comic had a bit about how everyone is so sensitive nowadays. Like, it's like every fucking comic now, you all, you're all talking about how we're all so PC and humorless. That's fucking hack, dude. And uptight. Yeah, guess what? Now it's fucking hack. It was hack before it was hack, though. It was hack before it was hack, but now it's like, now it's like by the time the fourth comic came up and he said, and he was like, oh, yeah, everyone's so PC. And I was, I'm like, bro. Like, the last three guys just fucking talked about this. Like, don't you have any, like, just integrity as a comic? Like, like sure, those guys were cool, and some of them were actually, like, kind of funny. Like, their jokes made me go. The show was overall a success, too. Like, nothing against the comics at that show. They were all really funny. They were all good comics. But, like, this is just what I noticed, and it's, like, and it's, and it's something I've noticed, like, with every other comic, too. These guys were all, like, at, the, at, like, the lower, like, low, low professional level, you know? But it's just it's just going all through the ranks. Like everyone's talking about how everyone's so PC. Like maybe or maybe that's that's just how it is, you know? Like that's we're we're more we're more empathetic. Maybe like maybe just racism and sexism isn't fucking funny anymore. No, maybe instead of worrying about what you can't do, you should start making some jokes about what you can do. Yeah, because there's you know plenty I mean? of subjects for you to explore. You know, other if than the like, only if, if the only comedy you can make is like, oh, I can't say I can't say the N word. You know what I mean? Like. These snowflakes, like... Yeah, I can't I mean, make jokes you know. about how I hate my wife anymore. Yeah. This fucking bitch! Like, you know what? I can't. I, you also can't make fucking jokes about airplane food because that shit's over too, dude. Like, Wait, what'd you comedy, say just now? What'd you say just you now? You can't make jokes about fucking airplane food either because that shit's, like, not funny Yeah, anymore, exactly, dude. man. Like, like, millennials and millennials being snowflakes and sensitive, it's like... It's like, you might as well just be talking about fucking airplane food, my guy. Like, 
And it's also it's just like um, it's like when we made the ugly Christmas sweater party. What year was that? <laughs> yeah, I remember ugly Christmas sweater. Like I, I, I posted it on. Um, did you see me post it on Katie's timeline? Yeah, you saw. Because she posted something about an ugly Christmas sweater, and I was like, man, we, me and Manny were doing fucking ugly Christmas sweaters before that shit was cool, and then it blew up. Like we threw yeah. an ugly Christmas sweater in like 2009 or something, 2010. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, and then, I like, think I might have everywhere. even thrown one before you even moved to San Diego. Yeah, it's possible. But anyway, yeah, we did Christmas sweater parties, and then like, then like two years later, there's a Christmas sweater party, and then like three years later, there's a fucking like, there's like a million Christmas sweater parties, like as many Christmas sweater parties as there were. Now there's like events. startups, startups revolving around selling people ugly Christmas sweaters. And yeah, shit. it's like, dude, fuck ugly Christmas sweaters. That shit is done. Let's make pretty Christmas and, sweaters. And fuck complaining about PC culture, dude. That shit is done too. Like, find some other shit to make fun of. You see Bill Burr standing, going up on stage and talking about how bad it is that he can't like be that he has to be PC. No, he's got some other fucking jokes. That's I know, right? Bill Burr is like. Like, Bill Burr's one of those guys where he's like he's friends with all those dudes, and every time like you see him around them, like they'll start talking about him. And Bill Burr's like just kind of like sits there and he's like, yeah, you know, I don't care. I just, I just like I find other shit to talk about. When he like he seems like the guy that would be like um that would be on the uh, that would be with their side too. You know, he doesn't come off like he he has a very racisty vibe. Yeah, I mean the thing with Bill Burr is he's just like. <laughs> He's woke, man. He, he, said he's it his, woke. He, he said it himself. He's like, I'm a fucking idiot, you know? I'm just over here telling jokes. But his wife's also like, he's got a black wife and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, his wife's black and she's very woke. His wife's pretty fucking woke, too, you know what I mean? <laughs> and now he has a mixed-race child, too, that's going to, yeah, like, exactly. a mixed-race daughter that's going to go out into the world. And he has to, like, help. He's, he's going to have to be there to help her navigate that, too, you know? So, like, he's yeah. definitely got a way more progressive point of view. I like my man, Bill Burr. Now, Bill Burr's the probably the funniest comedian out there, in my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then um, they um, fuck, I forgot the point I was gonna make about that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Sorry. yeah. No, no, no. That's like, and then and then it's the like that's that's like just like such a such an oppressive thing to do too. It's like it's like the straight up like white man thing to do where it's like, oh, you don't like my racist jokes, you don't like my sexist jokes. There must be something wrong with you. Like you're the fucking yeah. like you're uptight. You're ruining comedy. It's like, no, nah, man. Be gaslit. Yeah, this is your fucking. Yeah, exactly. They, they, they like now you, it's like it turns into gaslighting. Like the, the problem is us. And it's mm -hmm. like, no, you know, I don't think we're the problem. I don't think people wanted to be more empathetic and just like and kids not wanting to be racist or sexist anymore is mm -hmm. is the problem. I think that's a great thing. And like, look outside because there's there's so much fucking shit to talk about, man. I mean, just live your life and you'll find something to fucking talk about. You know, yeah. that's all you got to do. You know, this guy's kind of problematic, but like, you know, what's a subject that wasn't explored? Like Joe Rogan had a really great bit about the sun. Yeah. Joe Rogan's <laughs> got a good like tight, like five minutes about jokes about like the sun. And like, I never hear anyone talk about the sun. That's like an example. Like, you know, there's like there's so much shit, dude. Talk about the sun. Talk about the moon. Yeah. Talk about fucking buildings. I don't if, know if you're funny. If you're fucking funny, you'll figure it out, dude. Yeah, if you're funny, you're going to find... You're going to be... Like, if you're funny, you should be able to make jokes about anything. And, like, you shouldn't... Mm -hmm. Like, the fact that people just don't want to put up with your with your bigotry anymore shouldn't be something that stops you from humor. Uh, you want to see this link of The Rock talking? Just real quick. I think he did, he did like, a video response. I sent it to you, you. You already sent it to me. I already saw it. Oh, you, you saw it? I didn't even... I thought we were going to see it at the same time. Oh, we can do it again. I can't believe I have to do this again and set the record straight on something, but uh, but I'm happy to do it. Um, earlier today online, an interview dropped with me, apparently it was with me, where I was insulting and criticizing millennials. 
The interview never took place. Never happened. Never said any of those words. Apparently, had to do it more than once. Untrue. Yeah. One hundred percent fabricated. I was quite baffled when I woke up this morning. You know, I've gained such a great trust and equity with all you guys all around the world over the years, and you know, it's not a real DJ interview. If I'm ever insulting a group, a generation, or anyone, because that's not me, and it's not who I am, and it's not what we do. So, to the millennials, the interview never happened. To the plurals. Uh, the baby boomers, the snowflake generation. I don't even know where that term came from. The tequila generation. That's a generation I just started. That's a good one. You want to join it. I always encourage empathy. I encourage growth. But most importantly, I encourage everybody to be exactly who they want to be. Oh, he started the tequila generation. That's right. He says, yeah, he's the tequila generation, which is the one I just started. That's the one you should join. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, what's the name of the guy who wrote Cheeseburger in Paradise? Jimmy Buffett. I'm sorry, but Jimmy Buffett started the tequila generation. The Rock, take a step back. Yeah, take a step back. Uh, Just check yourself. Check yourself before you wreck yourself. Yeah. Well, you know, and I'm you glad. Jabroni. I'm glad. I'm glad to see that The Rock is like, is not a fucking asshole because it's starting to get to the point where like we can have no more heroes. And speaking of fallen heroes, you know who's back, right? I guess our Louis. Lu- 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 look at my PPCK. Big PP's back. We big said you could, back. you couldn't put Big Pee in, in the corner. Can't put Big in the corner, dude. <laughs> you can't put Big Pee <laughs> in the corner. And he's out of the corner, and he is not on board with The Rock. Did you hear his no. uh, leaked comedy set? No, what are you saying? Oh, my God, dude. It's like, it is bad. It is so bad. And it's like, it's hard his not to get special, angry his, about it. Hmm? His leaked comedy thing? The, the leaked comedy thing that he did? It wasn't. A, it's not a special. What's going on is no, like. No, no, no. But it's, it's like, it, it, he, I figured he was like working on material. And yeah, leaked, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. I'm going to tell you the story right now. So it's an, he's been he's back doing comedy. He's been going up at the Laugh Factory in in L.A., but he mm-hmm. just, he just pops in. You know, he's not he hasn't been um he hasn't been on a bill yet. But if you go to a show at the fucking Laugh Factory, like there's a like Louis C.K.'s in L.A. and there's a chance that he might um he might um he might pop in and do like ten or fifteen minutes, which is just some that's something comics do, especially big comics like Louis like you know established comics. Yeah. Like Louis C.K. Like once you're once you're past like once you're a headliner, you're not an opener anymore. You got your material. You can just show up to a clock to a club and be like, hey, I'm working. I'm working on some new material. Can I get a, Can I go up for like five or ten minutes and like do a, and they'll put you up in between the acts, you know? Yeah, they'll accommodate you. And some comics do this like some comics go to one club and do that. And then they go to the they, they go down the street to the next club and do that. And then they go down the street to the next club and do that. And then they'll drive across town and find another club. When you're in L.A., there's a lot of like big comedy clubs, you know, like Louis yeah. C.K. is probably not doing it because like all these places probably aren't that comfortable with showing him. But the Laugh Factory is. But like, yeah. you know, like Joe Rogan, they're like or, or Bill Burr could show up at the Laugh Factory and do like 10 minutes and then walk down the street to the comedy store and pop in at that show and do 10 minutes. And then like, you know, keep going to the Ice House and do like another 10 minutes there at their show and just like just be working on his material until he's ready to have to like get billed and, you know, put me put me on the bill. I'm on the headline. I got my new like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever. Yeah. So. He's just like, he just talks trash about millennials the whole time. And just like, the worst part is like, the jokes aren't funny, but everyone's laughing. And everyone, mm. like, and, but the jokes are not funny. And like, and then at one point he says something about like, yeah, some people want to be referred to as they or them. And you hear like, you just hear some guy, you're like, fuck them. <laughs> like, yeah, fuck those people. And everyone's fucking laughing. And it's like. And I know, like, he's working. All the comics are, like, trying to take his back and saying it's a workout set. But it also reminds me of another, like, classic joke from a lot of comics where, like, 
Like, say you're like, say you make, you're making a joke and like the punchline has something to do with like a race or black people, you know, like black people. Let's just say the punchline has to do with black people, right? Yeah. There's comments where I've heard where they're like, they're like, yeah, it's funny, but there's one, there's some situations where I know it's like, it's too funny, you know? Like, it's like, you, it's like you're laughing at this joke, but you're laughing at it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know, it's like when I do that joke in the South and like, and like one guy and like all the fucking white dudes are just laughing really hard and like, oh yeah, that is true. And it's like, it's like, oh fuck no. It's like this, we've gotten <laughs> out of hand, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what Dave Chappelle said when he was doing his, uh, when he was doing the Chappelle show, one of the reasons why he left, you know, it's like, yeah, this yeah. one guy laughed at one of my jokes and it, it, it didn't feel like he was laughing for the right reasons. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, it was Dave Chappelle. I think I'm, I think I'm also thinking about Dave Chappelle. It's like, you're making a joke that's like kind of like about black culture, the black community. But like when when like certain like when certain white people are laughing at it, are they laughing with you or are they laughing at you? Like, what's their reason for laughing? Yeah. Like, no, I'm not like I'm not up here telling you the truth. Like, this is like it's just a joke. But you're taking like you're you're acting like you're at a rally now. This is observational humor. It's yeah, like yeah. rap. I'm just reporting about my life and how I'm living it. Yeah. So like Louis C.K.'s bit was like I feel like everyone was laughing way too hard at these like very hacky like stupid jokes about someone wanting to be. But to I feel like day. if you go if you if you're like at the at the factory and a few comedians just came up and then Louis C.K. comes up, you're going to want to laugh, too, though. Well, you know? when you go into a comedy club, like you should you should enter a comedy club with the intention to laugh, you know? It's yeah. Like, but if I go but if I'm there and I see Louis C.K., I'm, I'm or, or like Aziz Ansari, another problematic person. Or Dave Chappelle or Bill Burr like suddenly comes up, my my I'm immediately gonna light up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like and I'm gonna be like, oh shit, like I'm I'm in for a treat, you know what I mean? I better be enjoying this, you know? But yeah, now it looks like it looks like Big Peepee's pissed. And the the thing that makes it more annoying is that like if you follow his comedy, that wasn't like really his style before. He was never like like a guy that was like just shitting on a whole generation like he is now. He's obviously fucking mad at what happened to him and he's not yeah. over it. Cause he gave that he gave that super fucking weak apology like it's lame like I mean like I'll, I'll admit like some of his old material is fucking brilliant dude he was a yeah. brilliant comic before all this happened like the the bit about the car full of bees dude that's like that's one of my favorite fucking comedy bits of all time like it's like <laughs> it's hard even when you tell someone that hates Louis C.K. if you like when you tell them about like just me telling them about that bit I like p makes people laugh because it's a it's a fucking funny bit yeah. If you uh if you haven't heard the bit um I don't know bootleg of CK album don't don't send them money you can listen to it on Spotify <laughs> artists don't get artists get like no fucking money for Spotify so I guess if you really want to hear the B bit you can listen to it on Spotify because like it'll put like point zero 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 three cents in the pocket of Louis CK if you listen to it there yeah if you must but otherwise don't I guess I'll just tell you I'll just give away the bit um. Basically saying like once if you're divorced at 40, like you just you have like you have your 40 year old body and life and like now you're not ready to, to go into the dating world again. It's like if you have like if you have an old an old Buick from 1974 in the back of your car that's just been sitting on like bricks in your backyard. And now that's your main ride. <laughs> and it's like, you know, I wasn't ready to take this to take this around. There's like a family. There's, a, there's bees living inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's, there's bees in it. <laughs> right it's funny i didn't yeah, even i didn't even do it correctly but yeah that's the, exactly but it, it's in the end it's like it's like he's obviously he's obviously pissed like he's not coming back to try new material or do something new which i might have given him a chance because like i said i said i might give him a chance if he came back 
as long as he like just like change and like never fucking like be that way again. But no, apparently he's just pissed. He wants to be he wants to be a pissy pissy drunk old man and like just talk shit about millennials and and make people laugh at like at bullshit that's not even funny because then now they're just gonna go to his show to agree with him. Like yeah. on the other side, I was talking about a comic that's more on our side too. We can make it we can make it go both ways. You know Harry Kondabulu? No, who's that? He's like a leftist comic. He did the problem with a poo. That was his documentary. Ah, that was, was that a, guy. I haven't seen that documentary, but that I know was docu- it's a good documentary. It's a good documentary. He's good at that. But the thing about Hari Kondabula is like, I don't think he's a funny comic. Like I've heard, I've heard both of his albums and he's very lefty and progressive and liberal, which is cool, you know, and he's like vocal about it. But like when you go to his comics, it's just kind of his comedy show just kind of sounds like a rally. You know, he just says a bunch of shit, like a bunch of liberal progressive stuff that people are that we're going to agree with. And everyone like laugh. He gets more cheers than he does laughs, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get it. You know, what I mean, it's like, yeah, bro, I agree with you. But it's like I like where's the comedy? Like I, I, I fucking I, I got this album to laugh. I didn't get this to like it's a, it's a very white thing to do. Speaking of Yakubian nonsense, it's just like like. As like Yakubs, even liberal Yakubs, they just like they think it's okay. Like, oh, I'm just listening to this. I'm cheering this guy on who's just agreeing with me, and we're just all sitting in a room patting ourselves on the back, you know? Yeah, we're just gonna make this bubble. Yeah, it's like we now like now it's like let's like it's you put on the Hari Kondabulu tape, you put on your headphones, and you enter your bubble where everyone agrees with you, and we're all just laughing and patting ourselves on the back at how like liberal we are. But like, no, yeah. what are you actually like doing? We're to, so progressive. Uh huh. Yeah, it's like and like what's your what's like your like good, mainly like a good little neoliberal. Yeah, what's your what's your mainly white uh, fan base actually doing other than like congregating at your show to all agree with each other? No, like what are you doing? Because it's it's more than like it's more to to end racism. Like we have to we have to we have to see it for what the problem it is and accept it, and then we also have to do something about it. You know, and our white allies have to actually like engage and use their white privilege to to actively end racism and um. And engage with, you know, their other white comrades because they're honestly like you're the one that's going to be able to to, they're going to listen to you the most. You know, you're the one that's going to be able to get into that world the most. In the end, like I'm just like I'm just going to be in at one point I'm going to get just capped off as an angry Mexican person. Yeah. By the end of the day, that's what it's all going to end into. Mm -hmm. I had a I had a little Facebook uh, interaction with someone. Oh, another one. That was kind of about this. Yeah, new Facebook. But this is with a good person. This is with a good guy. This is a good guy. I'm not going to say any names out here because he's the homie. He's the homie. He's just like he's just like the white Christian homie, you know? Yeah. I got a white Christian friend. He's cool. He um, he uh, He's a teacher. Okay. He's a teacher. He educates the youth. So especially with teachers, like teachers have to deal with all kinds of fucking people too, you know? Like they they they, they live in a whole different world too because like they, they don't get to be in a bubble, you know? Because when you're teaching at a school, like guess what? You're teaching everybody's kids and, and all those kids have parents <laughs> and you're dealing with all those fucking parents, you know? You don't get an option and you got to be diplomatic with all of them, <laughs> you know, no matter what their beliefs are. I understand that. But this is the sentence that like they got me. He said, it, it was a, I don't actually agree with the National Review, but they're correct here. It's a National Review article, but that there's no state of emergency was what the review was. What He's agreeing to the fact that there's no state of emergency on the southern border. But he says, I'm shocked by how many conservative friends seem to find Trump's declaration of a state of emergency to be an acceptable way out of this shutdown. And then to which I replied, like, your, conver- your conservative friends, okay with a state of emergency, are racist, just so you know. 
You should edit that and say, I'm shocked by how many racist friends seem to find dot, 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 and then just stop being, and then just stop and stop being shocked because it's not that shocking. And then, you know, he says that like calling it race, like the word racism is loaded and it really needs, it, it really needs definition. It like, it really needs to, to be defined and it's not like helpful for debate. And to which they says like, yeah, the conversation is a short one. Being afraid of brown and black people is racist. I'm just saying from a brown person's perspective, we had the, and ended the conversation a while ago. You guys just need to get it too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. We like define like, we defined racism quite a quite a while ago. Yeah, yeah, and it's like the the word racism isn't. It's like it's not loaded, my guy. Like the word racism is really loaded for no one but white people. White people think racism yeah. is a loaded word because they just like they don't want to accept it or see it in themselves or in the, or in other people. But like yeah. right, yeah, racism isn't about. And someone else came and commented on that. One of his relatives actually like commented on that too and agreed with me. And he said like, nah, it's like racism is more than just like burning crosses and wearing white hoods, you know. Yeah, like there's there's so many levels before we get to that. And that's like that's what this whole this whole border wall thing is just it's it's racism. It's just it's plain racism because like um, Latino south of the border immigrants are not even the they're not even the most prevalent immigrant class in the United States. We have illegal immigrants mm -hmm. from Europe, illegal immigrants from Asia. We have illegal immigrants from Canada. People illegally immigrate into the United States all the time from all parts of the world. Using many and different most of methods. Most them just come from a, from a plane and just overstay their visa. That's what I was gonna say. Most of them are just visa overstayers. The terrorists that did 9/11, quote unquote, visas. Um, they uh, used visas, but they came in through Canada also. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because they knew. They knew that was the least suspicious site to come in because they did their fucking research. And in the end, mm -hmm. like the people are gonna use that too. Like people that actually want to harm us are gonna use like our own racism against us. Yeah. Like put you're putting you're focusing all this attention like on, on on Mexican immigrants and all the all the supposed crime that we bring. And it's it's all just fear mongering in the end. Like this this whole border thing is just it's just fear mongering against South American immigrants. It's not it has nothing to do with border security or a state of emergency or the economy. Or no, crime. it's 100 percent. It's 100 percent racism. racism. And like and it's and just so like any white people listen to, to this, like, no, it's completely fucking obvious to us. Like as far as like. Yeah, like, you're not fooling anyone. Yeah, yeah. So, like, any white allies out there that, like, want to have a debate about this, just know that, like, all your brown and black allies, see that, like, already know this is racism and have called it out for what it is. So, like, mm -hmm. what happens is, like, white people need to get that, too. Anybody even a little bit woke? <laughs> no, because, like, because cause this guy, because this guy that I'm talking to, he is a little bit woke. You need to be, you need to wake oh, the yeah. fuck up. You need to, like, your, your eyes need to get, need to widen. And notice the racism for what it is. And guess what, too? Like, racism, is, it's also not that bad. You know, like, white people are treating, like, treating, like, racism like it's their N-word. When, like, really, you know what? Being racist, it's really not that bad. It's not that huge of a problem. Especially when, like, the problem is, that, like, you need to see it in yourself and accept it and take active steps to change it, you know? I fucking make racist mm -hmm. assumptions all the time. I fucking say racist shit sometimes. But the thing is, like, I'm aware of, like, of the light, like, racism and, like, in my in my daily life and in my speech and in my actions. And when I when I see it, I engage with it and I try to change. that. You try behavior. to do something about it. Yeah. yeah, it's not a big tragedy. If you tell me, like, oh, you said something kind of racist. I'm not like I don't act like you called me a spick, you know, like you didn't like I don't act like you just said the most offensive thing you could have said to me. It's like, nah, man, like it's like 
It's like you got like your fucking flies open, dude. You got a, you got a mustard stay on your shirt. Like you just said something a little yeah, basic. Yeah, take care of that shit. Yeah, take care of that shit. Like that's it. Like if you're like Rain on a soapbox espousing like beliefs, then like that's another thing. But but if you're like, oh yeah, this guy looks like he runs a liquor store. It's like that's kind of racist. I was like, oh yeah, that was kind of racist. I shouldn't I shouldn't assume that. <laughs> I'm gonna go back to like not assuming anyone runs a liquor store. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> oh, you know what happened the other day? Actually, a little, a little, a little thing that I had with some of my friends. I got my two, like two of my good friends are a queer couple, mm-hmm. and uh, I was just talking to them. I was just talking to them about something that um, like I was just hanging out with another friend. You know, I was hanging out with my friend um, with my uh, with one of my other friends. Um, he's a big he's a big gay black dude. Looks yeah. like a he looks like a young Dennis Rodman. You know, he's got that kind of physique. <laughs> he is jacked, dude. He's like fucking jacked, just beautiful. Tall, like beautiful chocolate man. Beautiful, tall chocolate, like queer man. He's a he's an artist in San Diego. It's I was hanging. Actually, no, I'm gonna edit that out. I don't want to. I don't want to call him out on anything. But I'm hanging out with this guy, and um, and we're hanging out with some of his friends, and he was trying to hook up with like this little blonde guy, and I told I was telling my other queer friends the next day like, oh, what you do the ne- what you do yesterday? And I was like, oh, you know, I was hanging out with my buddy, and uh, he was trying to fuck this twink. And they were just like, oh, you can't say that. I was like, well, I can't say what? I was like, you can't say twink. And I was like, oh, shit. Uh, he was trying to fuck this, like, skinny blonde dude. And they were like, oh, okay, cool. And we just kept, you know what we did? We just kept walking and having a conversation. That was it. Mm-hmm. Did they say why you couldn't say twink anymore? It's derogatory. To to twinks? Yeah. If you're not, oh. a, twi- if you're not a twink, if you're not gay, if you're not, if, like, if you're not part of the queer community, you can't call other people twinks. Uh. I think bear is okay. But then I guess like bears are like big and powerful, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I guess twinks are trying to take their 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 um agency back or something. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be fair, like it does sound pejorative, you know. It sounds like a pejorative word. Yeah. I mean, what are you gonna do? Are you are you about to are you about to fight for your right to call people <laughs> twinks, man? <laughs> nah, I mean. <laughs> I don't. I don't use the word twink. Yeah, the exactly. Yeah, I, like, I was like, "Have you ever even said that word?" The only like time I, I use the word twink is like when I'm talking about like fucking someone who's a twink as like a threat. So there you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So there you go. Maybe we should stop doing that. Yeah. No, you're right. The more I, the more I break it down, the more I'm like, yeah, I guess twink is not really like the best thing to say. Yeah, it's kind of derogatory. Yeah, yeah, and there you go. You know, right. like amazing realizations made on hot soup. That's all it takes, people. Like everyone, everyone's cool now, right? Yeah, we're all good. Yeah, we're all good. Manny's good. I'm good. My friends all good. Everyone, everyone loves each other. You know, there's no, there's no, there's no. We don't need to, we don't need to call a state of emergency or or get all get our fucking conservative panties all in a bunch, mm-hmm. or drawers, you know, or briefs or whatever kind of underwear you wear. You like, you prefer. Or if you wear no underwear, you know, or no you underwear. You don't, that. you don't need to get your genitals all like twisted up over this. So what if you're a gay man and you only like to fuck twinks, though? Well, if you're a gay you man, you it? can say twink. Because if you're a black person, oh. you can say the N-word, you know? Oh, it's like that, then. It's like that kind of deal. If you're gay, you like gay people call each other the F-word all the time. Yeah, I guess that's true. Same deal, you know? Lit. It's litty to titty up in here. It's litty to titty. And it's like, and maybe one day, maybe one day, like, maybe one day we'll be so woke and progressive that, like, white people can call each other racist. It's like, my racist... 
my racist brother. Yeah, it's like my bigot. <laughs> like it's gonna become barren word that they're gonna take back with agency. Hey, my no longer, colonizer. Yeah, yeah, because it's no longer an issue. Let's like, go colonize these tacos, bro. Oh, and then they'll walk. They'll walk in, and like the guy, the guy behind the counter is gonna be like, "Hey, my colonizer, Tom," and they're gonna be like, "Whoa, bro, you can't, you can't say that. You can't say that. You can't That's not." Nah, what? You like, you can't call us colonizers. That's our word. That's what we call. That's, that's our special our word, word yeah. that we call each other. That we're taking back, getting our agency yeah. back as white men. Because it's a hard time to be a white man yeah, in America. Did you hear about white genocide? Well, well. And I think with that, we're done with the podcast, bruh. We're done with the podcast already. It's already one hour. Damn, we didn't even talk about Russia. AOC. No, we crushed it though. It was good. That was a good one, right? Crushed this podcast. That's how we do it. Hot soup boys. All right, you guys. All right, everybody. Thank you for thank 2019 <laughs> episode right. one, season two. All right, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Hot Soup Boys. Thank you for joining us for Hot Soup Boys. My name is Manuel Esqueda. and I'm Sal Esqueda. If you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at Manny Grins on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and I am El Stickshift on Twitch. If you want to reach me, I'm and I'm on Instagram as Sakasal. I am also my band is on Instagram as Good Time Girl SD, and our Instagram is now we're gonna be using the Hot Soup Instagram. What was it? What was that one again? Not 100 percent sure. I'm looking. It's Hot Soup Boys, and our Instagram is Hot Soup Boys. Uh, we'll probably be updating it more now and adding shit to it and making more memes because now we just have one Instagram to worry about. Our Facebook is Soup Boys Media. Soup Boys Media is the Facebook. The Soup Boys Instagram. You can shoot is- us an. You can shoot us an email uh, to hotsoupboys at gmail.com. And the Soup Boys Instagram is probably gonna die. Yeah, or something. Did I say the Twitter? I don't know if I did, but in case I didn't, the Twitter is also Hot Soup Boys. Yeah, get at us. We love you. Gang. And sweet potatoes. That was good, right? Yeah, I like I got a big ass dude. Big ass of sweet potatoes that look like this. You know, some big ones. And I pick out about seven or eight sweet potatoes, depending on how many people I think I might want to feed. Feed. Then I walk over to the spice counter. Me some cinnamon, some nutmeg, some vanilla, and some sugar too. I take all of that stuff home. Yeah, just walking on my own now. Let me take some bad, just walking on my own now. I hate those potatoes. In a big pot. And let the water get real hot. And boil the potatoes till they get real hot. Take them out and skin them down. Skin them down and put them in a bowl. And I'm gonna whip them up, gonna whip them up, get to whip them up like a mama used to whip them up. Gotta make this sweet taste fast. 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 Gotta see me now.